Podcast activated. We're back. Good people, bad TV. Recapping the challenge, Double Agents, episode 10. Yes. All right. So, Scott, tell us, where did we leave off last episode? What are we walking into here? Uh, we have Casey coming back with her gold skull. That's right. She just knocked out Teresa in the crater. Really cool, like, tug of war slash ring toss kind of challenge. Yeah. It's uh, like a combination of a bunch of challenges we've seen historically. Yep. And even, like, this season, too. Yeah. And Casey just – she really dominated. Um, yeah. So I've been – I've been saying I think she's going to be one of the the great female competitors over the next couple seasons, and I, think I felt so. I felt very vindicated today. Yes, you haven't seen it. I've just assumed it was there physically this whole time, and like you see, kind of like glimpses of it, but this is the first time it felt like it was a really dominant performance from her. I am overall team Casey. Here is my only anti Casey argument. Hit me with it. I just would like more content from Casey. And I don't know if it's because of the way all the her and Nani stuff went down last season. So she's trying to protect her image this season. Or I don't think she was in a relationship coming into this season. Um, but I just I just want more content from Casey. Mm. Like she's played a very quiet game this season. That's true. I think that's kind of her personality. I mean, she's not. Yeah, super she's never been super outspoken, but. And she has to hang out with Josh all the time, so. I think that if you can get a word in edgewise when he's not talking about himself or making it about himself. <laughs> yes. I just there were so many moments this week. Um, I've gotten really into Drag Race since for the last couple months since I ran out of pretty much anything else to binge. And I watched, oh, a- I didn't know you were so into car racing. No, no, no. Scoot. Uh, RuPaul's drag race. Oh, uh, of course. Cute of course. though, because I even having to watch it with me, but I appreciate your jokes. Good I dad did, joke there. I did grow up next to a drag racing strip. Did you? Yeah. There's one in Brownsburg. I didn't know that. There is. It's very loud. Brownsburg, Indiana, <laughs> yeah. home of drag racing. Well, it's a small little track. But. Yeah, and definitely not the type of drag racing I'm talking about. Probably not. Definitely Maybe they not. combined it at one point. Who knows? I wish. <laughs> I wish. Now all I can think about is like drag queens raping those like I'm sure packs. there's a place in the world where that happens. Honestly, I would like to go to there. <laughs> um, so I've been watching Drag Race and there's, there's a, a queen this season, season 13 in the U.S. that looks and sounds like Josh, like a lot of people besides myself have called the comparison out on the internet. And I got really frustrated this week because in case you haven't watched, and this is a spoiler alert for our drag race fans, there was a a double Shantae this week, which meant nobody was eliminated during the, uh, the lip sync (laughs) and candy muse, who is the, the queen that everybody thinks reminds them of Josh was saved. Even though I don't feel like she's really, maybe done enough this season to save herself. She was also in the lip sync last week and got, uh, got saved. So anyways, all of that to say is that Candy Muse and Josh not only look and sound alike in a lot of ways, but they also stick around way longer than I think they deserve. And I just, I didn't need any more Josh on the show that Josh is on, let alone (laughs) someone that reminded me of him and and candy muse is like she's like funny she gives a good interview like i 
I like her just fine. I'm not that I, I'm not as angry and passionate about it as I am with Josh, but I, I don't love it. So who's better at eliminations? Candy as a lip syncer or Josh as a thrower of medicine balls. Honestly, Candy is <laughs> Candy is a way better competitor. And honestly, I think she could beat Josh in the challenge that he <laughs> failed at. Truly. While wearing heels. While either. wearing heels. Oh no. Sorry, Josh, but not really. But that's just uh, something I wanted to bring to the people. Yeah. So for your future crossover needs of drag race and challenge, we're here for you. I yeah, um, I do. I am curious if like we will ever get queens on the challenge. Who knows? Who I knows? mean, if we can get uh Joseph, the singer from America's Got Talent, who had no discernible athletic skill that we knew of. Yeah, but well, he the, was but a the dirt bike. the mustard strategy, though. The mustard strategy. And the dirt biking, <laughs> which I guess, I mean, like, I don't know, motor sports yeah. are, a, are a sport. Yeah, I mean, we've had some, at least in champs versus pros, we had some, like, X Games type athletes on the show who did quite well, like yeah. the snowboarders and the skiers. Um, but I guess even that's a little bit different than yeah, than, than motocross. Like motocross, yeah. And motocross is hard on your body, though, because like, I mean, not, it's not it doesn't quite like take the the same type of endurance as running or something like that. But like, I mean, there's like strength involved. Oh yeah, and but like a vehicle is carrying you. Well, yes. But yes. <laughs> I don't know. But I you just still have to maintain like really intense focus and. But yeah, like, Joseph's agent really mm. pulled it out to get him on the challenge. I would love to know what the sales pitch for Joseph coming on the challenge was that actually got him there. Was Whoever his, that agent is needs to go into multi-million dollar sales. It was his music video. No. It was all a promo for the music video. The music video with them. Who with was in Jay it? and Leo. Jay and Leo, that's right. <laughs> it just... It's geez. incredible. What a YouTube video. What a video. Video for the ages. Oh, God. Um. Okay. So Casey's back. She's got her skull. People are in the house, probably arguing about everything. Um, yeah. Amber B did not blindside Gabby by putting her in the elimination, which not. is what they talked about. So this was obviously a heavy Gabby. Um, and I don't know why I like didn't really see it coming when Gabby put um, Amber B in the elimination. Like, because we did get a lot. Well, the first time we watched it, I was like, that kind of, they didn't edit that to like really give me that. But now when I watched it back the second time, I was like, oh, wait, we did get a pretty heavy Amber B edit, mm -hmm. I guess, at the end of the day. But Scott, I have a thought. Okay. I would, I think I would be very passionate about um, an Amber B Gabby team. For a future rivals season. Yeah, why? Because I love Gabby. And I, yes. I like Amber B a lot, actually. And I think she's a good competitor. Um, and I like rivals seasons, just kind of period as a rule of thumb. Mm. And so I would like to see that team happen. Gotcha. They're both like small but strong. Mm. Like a similar level of gnarly. Perhaps. A similar level of gnarly, <laughs> I think, is the scientific term. I can't believe Dead on TJ's, walls gnarly. I can't believe TJ said that. 
Well, it was like TJ trying to find the nicest way to say like, you're both tiny. And Amber not M is this. a layup, and you're really small. And also, we don't know like what you have the capability to do yet. So come do this, but we'll we'll get there. Uh-huh. So I think we're being set up for that. But then we also get a lot of Nam and Lolo drama, and a lot of people are like, I don't understand what this argument is about, and I do. Oh, do you? Help me out. I do because I am um, a scientist who really understands human relationships. I'm just pretty much a full-blown psychologist at this point. Um, But, like, I think Lolo literally thought, like, this partnership was, like, a betrothal. She thought when they were, like, getting together, this was, like, her soulmate and they were going to be together forever and it's not working out that way and because she kept she keeps like saying that it's about the game but then when she's like explaining her feelings it's about the fact that he's like not acknowledging her in the way she wants to be acknowledged and not communicating with her and all of these things that are actually about like things that a couple would argue about not like partners in a game. And she's like really hurt about it. Oh yeah. She's in love with him mm-hmm. for sure. And he's just very confused by all of it. Yeah. Nam's like strictly business. Yes. And like, well, we had like all those scenes in the first couple episodes with like Wes and Jay trying to facilitate this hookup and it never really happened. And maybe Which... just because Nam was clueless and doesn't understand chemistry between humans yes um, or maybe he just wasn't into it at all which is fine but yes but maybe it was all just kind of a joke among the guys but lolo was like i think ready to get married truly like ready <laughs> like she was like this is it i'm done i found the one yeah now she's like there's no mediator between us we don't communicate well he won't acknowledge my feelings and like yeah he doesn't appreciate my intensity he keeps trying to put the tiger in the cage or whatever she Yeah, she said. said something. She was like, you said you want me like to be declawed. Like, you need to remove my claws. And he was like, oh, I said and that I three like, weeks ago and you got mad. So I I don't say it anymore. And like, clearly, like, has been trying to like do what she told him to do, it seemed like. Yeah, he just like, looks so defeated. I've never seen a man look so defeated yeah. in my life. Oh, man. But yeah, I think like... She's trying to put it under the ruse because he clearly shut the relationship thing down. And so she's trying to give this ruse of like, no, it's not about the relationship. I don't want a relationship with you. That's fine. I'm fine. But every time she talks about it, it's about their relationship. So you think they're together now? Like Certainly not. Certainly not. No. (laughs) It's only a matter of time before this thing implodes. Yeah, I'm nervous about next week. Whether or not one of them just leaves, Nam's injured, I don't know. Yeah. Um, We also, yeah, got in the challenge, the daily challenge, Nam talks about his injury and they give him an interview for it. Yeah, he like Um, tweaked his back. But you don't see him talking about it. No. And like we know Leroy's gone home in the past for having a a bad back issue. Um, But this season we've had, we had all these like, injuries early and all these people leaving with very little explanation. So I'm not surprised we didn't get much explanation with Nam. Yeah. And the interesting thing is like, we've gotten a lot of females 
leaving because of injury, but we haven't had a lot of guys leaving right. because of injury. Michi may still have hypothermia. We're not sure. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, so yeah, we get that conversation. All right. Mm-hmm. So, so are we at the challenge now? Or yeah, I think we just go right into the challenge. Any other big things that happened before that? I don't think so. No. Um, so here are my notes on the challenge. So rewatching it back, I kind of watched them running a little bit more closely. So Scott, you observed like the initial runoff. Oh yeah. Before they cut to commercial break, like you get the first like five seconds of them sprinting off the starting line. And it was like, Fessy was ahead of everybody else by a couple steps. And then they zoomed out just a little bit further and Lolo was like 10 yards even ahead of Fessy. And it's just like, oh, wow. And Fessy's tall. Like, I don't know like how Fessy's tall. Fessy's fast, for sure. I mean, he played, he was a tight end, right? So he does have to run for passes and such. We looked up his um, height a couple weeks ago. He's like 6'4", right? That would, I would guess 6'4", 6'5". Lolo's 5'9", yeah. and 38. She's 38 years old. She's 5'9". Mm-hmm. Fessy is 25 or something, I think. Mm-hmm. And six four. Yes. And to be fair, listen, this is truly her job. Like this uh-huh. is but yeah, what but she there, does I for mean, a there living. Are, there are some athletes who are just like, their thing is I'm just super fast. Yeah. Like I'm not super coordinated in other things, but I'm just way faster than you. Like there were those, everybody probably grew up with that kid in high, like middle school or high school. It was like, yeah. that kid's just fast. That was my like, brother. Max was like yeah. that. Well, Max is pretty coordinated, too. Mm. (laughs) Well, yeah, he's coordinated, but, I mean, he Uh was just always, like, even though he wasn't always the biggest kid, he was always Mm. the fastest. Yeah. Um, But I I think Lolo is more than just a sprinter. But this season, like, she hasn't won any of the daily challenges yet. And it seems like maybe she's not quite as good at other things outside of sprinting. Well, and she's just, like, so. uh But in general, like, it was so impressive watching her sprint off the line. Like, getting to see somebody, like, do what they're, like, what they are born to do, like regardless of what it is, is always cool. And uh, Lolo's obviously a little insane, but getting to see her just bust out of there sprinting and and sprint past like a potential NFL player, like just with ease. (laughs) I was just like, Oh my goodness. I get why none of the girls are letting her go get a gold skull. Yeah. They're just like, not a chance. Yeah. (laughs) She is, um, I mean, and doing so at 38, like oh just insane. Like she's in and she's staggering also shape. So stunning. She's mm-hmm. so beautiful. Every time I look at her, I'm like, you are so beautiful. Um, but it's like the beautiful crazy scale from how I met your mother. It's like, where are <laughs> we on here? Um, <laughs> but okay, so Lolo takes off. Um, Fessy's there, and it actually looked like Corey was keeping pretty good pace with Fessy too when we came back from commercial break. Um, I believe it. I mean, Corey's a little bit older than him, but Corey's a. I mean, Corey's, Corey's an athlete. Corey's a like, good athlete. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, uh-huh. but first and foremost, Corey's a father. He is. He's got to get a house for his daughters. Which actually, I found that really endearing, and I thought that was very <laughs> sweet. And I love. I've loved watching Corey grow up. Yeah, I was like, yeah. this has been. A, this was a fun episode for Corey. He's just gassing up Amber M before the challenge. It's like we're going to so win. Funny. She's a badass. She's going in to get her skull. Uh, like, he like, doesn't believe any of this. <laughs> no. Corey does a, like, what Devin thinks he's doing when Devin's talking to Gabby about, like, how they're going to handle the politics. Mm-hmm. Like, Devin does it so 
poorly and like blatantly in his own favor <laughs> that like Gabby's just not falling for it even remotely. Uh-huh. Corey's doing it the right way where he's like, oh, like he's like gassing her up secretly. And even um, Darrell gives some hysterical um, uh, interviews this week where he's like talking about Corey basically like low key not even low-key, like, sending Amber in, basically, so oh, that he can yeah. get a new partner. Like, how'd he convince this girl to volunteer herself? It was so what funny. What did he tell her? Like, Corey's doing it the way Devin should have, but Devin, like, can't help it because he's just so into chaos. He can't even do it right. Some big would, chaos some guy. Some would say he's a big chaos guy. I mean, that was also <laughs> iconic. I yeah. just, I loved that. It's true. Um... Here are two things I noticed. Um, from the daily? From the daily. Cam looked a little winded at the run when they got to the first thing. Okay. And I was really surprised by that because Cam, I think, is, like, such a good competitor. So I was surprised to see her so winded um, at the front of that. And she gets to it, and she's, like, behind – Kyle, her partner, and I also noticed that Kyle runs super awkwardly. Kyle does not look like a coordinated human when he runs. And that kind of caught me off guard too because I remember, I don't remember what season it was. I think it was his first season. He made it to a final. So Mm -hmm. um, maybe season 31, 30, dirty 30 maybe was his first Um, season. Um. I think it's and, Vendetta's he made it to the final. Because that was the one they had to, like, dress up in the armor. Yeah, And, like, run around. It was really absurd. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And he um, – I thought he was, like, a really good athlete in that one. And then I watched him run in this one. And I, I think that Cam and Kyle, politically and skill-wise, are set up the best of any partnership here. They both have their skulls. They're playing all the sides – I think they're set up the best this season because their alliances go on both sides. Cause Kyle's clearly working with CT and Devin mm-hmm. and he has his skull. Mm-hmm. Cam has her skull, but she's working with Leroy and they're also partnered or were partnered with big brother people. So they're sitting the prettiest, but I also thought that they were like both good competitors and the way Cam looks so winded at this run and I get that it was a sprint so maybe distance wise she's fine but sprint isn't her strength I just thought I was caught off guard by that I mean they sprinted all the way to the end right Mm -hmm. because Cam gave that little sound bite Mm -hmm. that they're going to go to the last torch and dig up their puzzle pieces and um and do all that to try and like gain gain some kind of advantage semi well, obviously it didn't work because they didn't find all their pieces. But yes. um, but I think historically, like Kyle usually makes it fairly far mm-hmm. in these challenges. And he always demonstrates a good bit of of heart in the eliminations. Like that's kind of what he's known yeah, for. Yeah, we've but he's talked. Not, I don't think probably the other competitors see what you see. Like he runs awkwardly and like he... But he'll, uh, like he's not like a smooth athlete, if no. that makes sense. He'll kick your butt in an elimination. Like he has, oh, yeah. he like has he's not no gonna quit. fear. Like he's not going to quit and he's not scared. 
No, right. even when, remember when he, I think we talked about this a couple episodes back in War of the Worlds 1 when he dropped the car door on his foot when they had to do all that, oh, carry yeah. all that trash and he dropped it like and sliced open his foot or like broke his toe or something and mm-hmm. they still crushed that challenge. Yeah. Um, which his partner was Maddie, but his partner wasn't Maddie in that challenge because they switched partners. Yes. Um, but like he has a lot of heart. I, I do think Kyle is a very underestimated um a competitor in the game i think people like you said look at him and see how awkwardly he runs and maybe they've seen his before plastic surgery photos and <laughs> thought who's this guy probably um, but he never like i don't think people see him as a threat to win the final no which like, i, think I don't think i don't think fessy's scared i don't think Darrell's scared i don't think leroy's scared like i I just don't. Okay, so uh, but I think we've gotten hints kind of along the stretch of the season. It just starting from the fact that CT didn't pick Cam at the very beginning. I think we've got little hints dropped along the way that when CT if CT does get a chance to dump Big T, I think he's picking Cam. I, I could I, see that. And I think we've gotten little hints at that narrative throughout the season. Um and then we do see Big T and CT getting in a fight later. And him um, saying, like, no one else is going to get a skull for me. Yes. Or let me get one. So if CT is able to find a way, I think he would pick Cam. Um, yes, I think he... that was his biggest blunder in the game so far. Because it also, like, I don't think CT was thinking politically, which he generally doesn't in the no. challenges. But he would have been set up so much better politically. Well, I mean, and all these people like come in with like their like alliances beforehand on social media and like, like he doesn't care. CT probably didn't even know that Leroy and Cam were back together when he showed up. He's like, Oh, they're together. Oh, they know the big brother people. Um, That would have been a good thing. (laughs) I had no clue. (laughs) It was not ideal for him. Not my (laughs) favorite CT moment, but I do still (laughs) ride or die for CT. Uh Um, The other thing I noticed during the daily so Nani and Josh find all their pieces. Oh, they blew it first. They blew it. But they, but the reason they did is because their friends are helping them. Oh so like yeah. It's not because all the Big Brother people were helping each other. So Nani and Josh find their pieces first. Then I think it was CT and Big T, mm-hmm. and then I think Corey and Amber and Devin like. They all found them. Those were like the first four teams from the edit. Yes. Um, and then you got like the second wave of people who found theirs, which was like Darrell and Amber mm-hmm. and um, Corey and Amber. Um, yes. I think did it earlier, maybe part of the first group. Mm-hmm. But um, Nani and Josh still inevitably screw it up. Somehow they cannot memorize this puzzle. Well, they didn't go look at the at first because yeah. Nani was like oh I can see it <laughs> and I was like it's like 50 yards away what are you talking mm-hmm. about <laughs> and it's like all the little stuff like so the I felt like this puzzle didn't look like it was that hard but it must have been hard because they were all struggling and I think it was like what I Gabby said all the said. pieces probably look kind of similar yeah and Gabby said like when you're taking them on and off like it's really hard to get your wits about you basically. Mm-hmm. Like you can't really tell like what piece you put where, and then you lose track of it and all that. And I think that's the hardest part of the puzzle. 
Yeah, probably. I mean, you just kind of have to build it next to it and then yeah. take it apart in order. Um, yeah. And I don't understand when people don't like they put it on the stick. I'm like, it's way harder to get it off the stick than it is to like switch them off and on next yeah. to the puzzle. So just lay them down against the thing mm -hmm. and then really quickly put them on because it's way harder to get them off that thing, I feel like. Unless it's a rule, and I don't know, that they can't build it not on the stick. If it's a production rule. Oh, I don't know. Which I could see. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so there, I feel like there's always some rules that just get made up and we never see them. Yeah, and don't I don't know. About we've talked about this personally, but I don't know if we've talked about it on the show. That, like, they say the question and answer period before the game actually starts takes forever because oh, they're yeah. all asking questions. Yeah, between when TJ says, okay, here's what the challenge is. You're running to the torches, you're digging up puzzle pieces, then you're putting this puzzle together. Okay, ready? Go. And yeah. like in between that and them actually starting the challenge, I think all the competitors have like a thousand questions. Like, well, can I do this? Because they don't want to get like, like accidental disqualified. Well, yeah, it's like, can I push this person? Can I collect somebody else's pieces and hide them? Can yeah. I? Like, they're probably like just a million things. Well, and for me, I'd be like, I don't want to ask these questions because I, that's part of my strategy. So I just like wouldn't ask the questions and then be like, but then I guess then you don't know if you're getting disqualified for a rule that you didn't know you were breaking. Right. So I don't know. That's a hard part of it, but Devin and Gabby win CT and big T finish our puzzle first, but they get it wrong. We think they made a smiley face instead of a frowny face. That's kind of what it looked like. It was a little bit hard to see on the um, screen, but. but then, um, Gabby and Devin, Devin shouting, we're the smartest people in the world, which is completely unshocking. <laughs> 0% shock value there. He's usually so humble. Yeah, he's usually so quiet and humble and easygoing. Uh -huh. But then, of course... So Devin's it, immediately convinced that he's going to convince the house to vote in who he wants. And he's going to be able to pit Josh and Fessy against each other. And, like, all these things that aren't going to happen. No. <laughs> he's just immediately convinced. Just instant drunk on power. So drunk. It's like he took 18 shots at once. <laughs> um, But... So, while Devin immediately acts very on brand mm -hmm. um we also get josh immediately acting very on brand by making it about himself and we immediately as soon as they win get an interview from josh saying um now they're gonna target me like now i'm screwed like blah 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 to be fair that was the editors putting his interview right after the devin and gabby win mm -hmm. but like leave it to josh to make it about himself immediately oh yeah yeah just another episode of alex screaming at the tv it's not about you josh um and i don't know why i shot that in a british accent i think it kind of reminds me of it's not about the pasta oh for sure and that's so what it is. i immediately yeah. go into my james from vanderpump rules voice yeah. side note i have a rocks glass <laughs> i did get with, you that with i don't know if it's, what is it printed on there yeah or? Uh, with the, it's not about the pasta with a fork and a meatball. Yes. <laughs> on it. It's from an Etsy uh, shop um, on that I found. Yeah. So Scott has that and I have a wine glass that says, um, I'm not sure what I've done to you, but I'll take a Pinot Grigio. Yeah. So These are case, Vanderpump rules quotes. Yeah. For those of you who are unfamiliar. 
yeah, in case that's a great show to go back. A lot of people have been binging it during quarantine. Um, so I would, would highly recommend. Yeah, it's insane. But the first couple seasons are phenomenal. It's this group of waiters and waitresses at this bougie restaurant in LA and they're all just trying to make it. But it's like early enough in reality TV that they're not quite aware yet of how famous they're going to get from this show. Yes. And they're like real friends off camera. Uh, so it's just, it's one of the more authentic, at least in the first season or two, at least their relationships are more authentic. They're not quite as, as played out. The more recent seasons, yes. it's clearly all scripted and staged. Uh, For sure. Um, the early he, seasons of that show are incredible. As a human who's been to <laughs> Sir and had a meal at Sir, uh -huh. um, I would recommend not going to Sir. The food is very overpriced and the portions are really small. They're famous for their goat cheese balls. And I love goat cheese and anything fried. So that's like right up my alley. We ordered like two for the table of like six of us. And they were just like three quarter sized goat cheese balls. I thought they were going to be like meatball sized goat cheese I mean, balls. It's LA. You can't eat that. Listen, it's overpriced. The people don't work there unless they're filming. The show is what I learned. My waiter was really hot. He was a very handsome man, but none of them were there. So I would highly recommend going to another. I've heard the other restaurants are better like food and stuff. So if in case we have any fans out there of Vanderpump Rules, those are those are my recommendations. Gotcha. Okay, let's so go anything in. Anything else from the Daily Challenge or with Devin and Gabby winning here? No, I'm good to move on to post. Post challenge. Yeah, the consequences of the challenge. Okay, so let's talk about Devin and Gabby's approach to what this elimination should look like. Okay. So Devin... I was like really having trouble grasping it because it seemed so stupid to me. So will you please explain to me Devin's thought process around what he wants to happen? Because it just seemed so obvious it wasn't going to happen the way he was trying to make it happen to me that it didn't make any sense why he was trying to make it happen. Yeah, like I think... Like intellectually, I assume he knows what he can and can't get done. But I think as soon as he got power, he convinced himself that he could manipulate people to do what he wanted. But yes. the first cut we get is him talking to CT and Nam and acting like it's a guy's elimination when they're all pretty sure it's a girl's. Yes. So and him saying like because I want to try and set up CT girls. for a skull. Yeah. Which was a weird edit, but. Because that doesn't make any sense. And then he really wants the house to vote in Josh and Nami. Which also and isn't going to happen. So, like, does he think he has numbers that he doesn't? Or is this just his blind hatred for Josh that makes him think he can pull this off? That's, like, what didn't make any sense because it was so clear. So here's what I thought would have yeah. worked better. And maybe I'm wrong. But I don't understand why this wasn't the approach. Everybody in the house hates Devin. Devin also knows that. Yeah, except for like, Kyle. He's got one friend. Yeah, and like sort of CT. CT uh -huh. says in um, an interview during the episode, like, he hasn't failed me yet, basically. Like, uh -huh. he's loyal and he does that. So those are the people in his corner. But he knows everybody hates him. So even if he does something this week, like, 
like Cam said, he should really be trying to fix things with people instead of blowing everything up. And he just can't help himself to Mm -hmm. want to blow everything up. And so if I were him, I know Gabby needs her skull and I know Gabby's probably going to leave me anyways, but I know next week, if it is a guy's elimination, I don't think he's looked at as a particularly fierce competitor in an elimination. And I don't know what his elimination record is, but he's probably going to get thrown in because people need skulls now Mm -hmm. and people are going to start helping their friends. And he probably looks like one of the layups for the guys left. Mm -hmm. Um, So he knows he's going in the way he gets the furthest in this game is by being the rogue agent next week because then he doesn't have to compete and he can't get thrown in next week during a guy's week. Yeah. Cause if this week is a girl's week, then next week is a guy's week. And they all pretty much know it's going to be a girl's week because there's two girls skulls left and no guy skulls left. So there's catch up still having to be done. Yes. So I think his smartest move would actually be letting Gabby go in there, get her skull, let her pick someone else. And then being the rogue agent, then you're protected for likely at least two more weeks. Yeah. And it's like, that is the play for sure. Uh, with what he knows, I think, I think like his, in his list of like whatever his decision-making tree was, I think the top bullet point there was, I'm not going into the crater because there's a chance it's a guy's elimination. And therefore, he wasn't going to let... But... I mean, it looked like a girl's one. Because they weren't going to do two hall brawls this early in the season for guys. Period. They could have. You don't know. It could have been a double elimination, too. They've talked about that, too. I know he's scared of that, also. But I just Um, don't think... Like, usually they save hall brawls for, like, right before a final. Yes. And there already has been a guy's hall brawl, which was Fessy and Nelson. Mm-hmm. R.A.P. Yes. Nelson's still alive. Double O Nelly T. Double O Nelly T. Scuba Nelly. Scuba. <laughs> but I just, even if it is, I mean, maybe they would have changed it because Corey needs a skull. Yeah. So he could go down there and they just, they just decide. They it's just change be... the rules immediately. Yeah. Um, but... but I do think because he his whole goal is not to go down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think that was probably the wrong calculation because it was short term thinking. Like, yeah, because someone's going to come for him. Yeah. Before they get to the final, and I don't think he's going to win every daily challenge and him or his friends on the way there. No. So, like, it's probably going to come for if him. if Cam does, she's not going to let Kyle leverage his relationships. No. You know? Because Cam has more of them. Yes. Um, and Devin probably I – mean, there may have been a move or two that maybe I'm just not thinking of to earn Devin some friendships yeah. as a result of this week. Um, but he was so fixated on messing with Josh and – not going down there himself. But yeah, finding a way to get him into rogue agent status so he's quote-unquote safe for a week is smart. Yeah. That would have been a good idea. Um, but pinning it all... But yeah, he, but he didn't think of that. So he pinned... Or maybe he did and yeah, just that was didn't too... that did come was, up as an option yeah, for him. but he was like too scared to try it. Um, 
Because in theory, like Gabby wins it if she stays with him, cool. Um, but if she went and I mean, because she would have had to for him to become the rogue agent, Gabby would have had to go down there, beat Amber, and then choose Corey. Mm-hmm. Um, because if she chose like Fessy, then Devin gets Anissa, and Corey's still the rogue agent. So yeah. that doesn't it only works if she chooses the partner of who she beats that he becomes the rogue agent. So that probably wasn't going to happen, even if he went down there, now that I'm talking it out. Um, but it's, I don't know if it's worth a shot. Yeah. Um, but either way, he should have set it up, assuming that Corey and Amber were going to get voted in. And Yes. And the fact that like he even 16 thought... people and 12 of them voted in Josh and Nani. Or 12 of them voted in Corey and Amber, excuse me. And like Leroy is like Leroy and Casey, there's two. Cam and Cam's gonna vote that way. Mm-hmm. Kyle won't, but Fessy and Anise are gonna vote that way. Nani and Josh are gonna vote that way. Um Amber B and Durrell. And you're at nine. You've got majority. Yeah. Like I don't know who of those he was gonna flip. Well, and like Nam might vote for them, but Lola won't because Lola wanted to go in. Mm-hmm. So he just like he was so blinded and this is why Devin won't make it to a final, even though I think Devin's like a pretty good competitor and like smarter strategically than most of these people or like has the ability to be smarter than most of these people. He just is so blinded by his own agenda and anger that he can't actually make the smartest decisions for himself and his team. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes he's able to do it. And other times he's just, too foolish yeah which is why he's a good character but um but also why he's never won one of these things yeah um but yeah unless he's able to unless him and kyle and ct win the rest of the elimination the rest of the dailies going forward i mean we've got nine more episodes so at least six or seven more daily challenges yeah because sometimes the finals two episodes or something sometimes yeah, yeah. Um, though they've been editing, like, I feel like the last final was so short, like it just seemed so short. And I don't know if that was like weather permitting cause they were also freezing. Um, but, yeah. and it doesn't seem to be as cold here as it did at the last, I forget where was the last season filmed? Um, Prague? yes. Yeah. It was Prague. And that like underground bar. Yeah. <laughs> they got to go to. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I just like, I didn't think the strategy was there. Like I thought being the rogue agent is a better strategy. And then. Like, who knows what partner you could end up with? Because now it's hard guy versus hard guy, and they all have good partners left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. That just didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, and he thought everyone with a gold skull would do what he wanted. Mm-hmm. Because um, he just started, like, threatening anyone. Like, I'll throw you down there if you don't vote the way I want to. And they're like, well, but then he you didn't. can't throw all of us down there, for one. And... Then he didn't at all. Yeah, and even if you do, whoever you're throwing down, like, is going against Amber M. This is why we kept Amber M. So when someone who's crazy drunk with power couldn't screw our game up. Yeah. And, um, so, yeah, he really was handcuffed there. So knowing – I think he just should have recalculated and been like, okay, I can't make a big power move to get out Josh or Fessy, my big brother hatred. 
Um, so I should leverage this somehow to get someone I want a gold skull. And instead he got a big brother person, a gold skull and Amber. Yeah. Amber B. So but I guess the option is just like, foolish. Cause Darrell nor Corey has a skull and there's not another skull up for grabs. So by sending them down, you know, you're making it not a guy's week too. Right. Like Corey versus Darrell. Like, you know, you're making it a girl's week. For sure, because all the guys' skulls are gone. Darrell and Corey don't have one. Right. So they can't take one another's. So I guess you're guaranteeing that it's a girl's week in that way, which you aren't if you send yourself down. But this just, like, didn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Well, we also don't know, like, if two guys who don't have a skull go against each other right now in elimination. We don't know what would happen as a result. Well, I just think production can't let it happen. Or do they oh. have to pick someone's Well, no, skull? I just think someone just goes home. I just don't think you get a gold skull. Mm. I think that's what it is. Well, yeah, I don't but know. I don't know. We don't, nobody knows. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. So they just make up the rules as they go. Yeah. So Corey doesn't have a skull. Darrell doesn't have a skull. CT and Nom. CT and Nom. Lolo. Big T. Gabby. Gabby. Nani. I think that's it. Yeah. So there's eight people who still don't have skulls of right. the 16 left. So 50% of the people don't have skulls and there's only 10, I mean, period. But mm -hmm. um, I don't know. It was just like such a weird move on, on Devin's part. I didn't understand, but yeah. And he didn't endear himself to Gabby at all, which I mean, he's obviously he doesn't care about because he's foolish, but well, his friends are important in this game. Yeah, like <laughs> but he's at least so blinded by his fear of going down there and losing yeah. his gold skull. So Devin, so Devin wins. We get the whole igloo, ice dome, Epcot yes. scene where they go to the club. Big Brother Sucks VIP lounge. Yes. Devin wears this blazer, claims himself a, quote, big chaos guy. He just loves chaos, which is great. Um, and then the, nothing really happens in the that club. That was his little finger, chaos is a ladder. Yes. Emmy winning speech. That's what he wanted to happen. <laughs> I was waiting for him to slip into the, the Peter Baelish voice changing accent from season to season <laughs> but nothing really happens mm -hmm. in the in the igloo but then they come out and Devin's basically like fuck anyone oh sorry wow <laughs> sorry. wow we're gonna have to put an explicit thing on this sorry screw anyone that does unbelievable <laughs> there are children listening we're gonna have to edit this out okay I'm starting over there probably aren't children listening <laughs> There might be. We don't know. We don't know all the demos of our people. Um, basically, screw anyone that's not going to vote the way I want them to vote. I'm going to take your gold skull if that's the case. Everybody's at risk, whatever. And then Josh comes in to try to just like be a part of it because shocking. Josh wants to be a part of everything always. And Josh is like, no, keep talking. I, I love the gameplay. I love the gameplay. And I'm like, Josh, no, you don't. Like you throw a fit anytime anybody does anything. And it was infuriating. I hated that from Josh. Shocking. Hated anything Josh said, but particularly I love the gameplay. I was like, no, you don't. You don't know how to play the game. You don't. No. And at deliberations, he was just like, yeah, I just think this proves that like my friends won't vote for me. And I'm just really, I value these strong friendships. It's like, so it's not about the gameplay. 
well, for and you. Also, you it's know what just infuriates... who's your friends and who isn't. Yeah, you know what infuriates me about that is like Nani kept being like, I want my gold skull, I want my gold skull. Then volunteer yourself, Nani. Volunteer yourself. Because in that case, like if Gabby does decide to send herself down, like you can probably beat Gabby. Like quit saying she's just like Josh. She's like, I want my skull, I want my skull, but then doesn't want to actually go get it. Yeah. When so it they, actually comes down to it. So they could have gotten themselves voted in. Yeah. And like and Devin's not gonna give you Amber M. No. Like he'll I mean, he ended up still doing a dumb thing and giving it to Amber B, but but he's there's no way he's giving it to Josh and Nani. Like, yeah. There's no chance of that. So send yourself down because now you're just making he's it gonna, harder for yourself. He's going to send you in if he thinks you're going to lose. That's yeah. when he's going to send you in. And and then. <laughs> and also, Devin, if you're so tough, then do you want to go against Josh in a hall brawl? Like. That would be great. That would have been epic. That would have been phenomenal. What great you, television. What are you going to do if Josh and Nani win this season? I'm going to. You won't ever see me again. <laughs> wow. <laughs> No, I'm just going to be furious because it makes no sense. And then I will sign up to be on the next season. Yeah, I will sign up to be on the next season. Clearly this show is easy to win. This is the <laughs> easiest million dollars I will ever win if Josh yeah. can do it. Yes, like truly. <laughs> and then Devin also has a great line. So him and Gabby are catching up on the couch. She's like drunk and in her comfies mm-hmm. post igloo. Devin's still in his blazer. And Gabby's like, you're infuriating. No, he put on the hoodie. Oh, did he put on a hoodie? Yeah. He, he was just like saying stuff. And Gabby was like, no, this is not what we want to do. I want to get my skull. Like, let me get my skull. And was furious. And she's like so upset with him, drunk, tired, in her sweat. She's like, I just want a cheese toasty and I want to go to bed. Hmm. And Devin goes, shocker, Gabby isn't super into my antics tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just, it was great. I just liked the self-awareness there. Yeah, Devin's um, self-aware after the fact. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, if you knew that, do something different. <laughs> and I know, like, well, he's also trying to make good TV, so I'll give him that. Yeah, shout out but. to – so I guess one thing I wanted to mention earlier was when you were talking about um, Wes and uh, Jay trying to make Lolo and Nam happen. I just wanted to give a quick moment of appreciation to them for trying to, like, give us good television because these big brother people – don't really know how to give us good television. I don't know. I mean, we didn't even mention at the beginning of the episode that Gabby and Fessy, because <laughs> yes, it was because it was so unimportant. Yeah, they just like <laughs> made out a little bit, and it was like I don't know. I hated it. Um, and I guess I just want more for Gabby. But Gabby's had a rough go of it. Gabby and her, the guy that she left Love Island with, they were really cute. It was her and this guy Marcel. They went on vacation to Cabo, and he cheated on her while they were on vacation together. He went and cheated on her with someone in Mexico, and then they broke up. And that was, like, the end of it. Um, And we found out that Gabby's family lost their family business. When her dad passed. Yeah. We don't know what the business is. I didn't look it up. I apologize. I meant to, and I didn't. I was really sad because I didn't know that about her from our Love Island watching. And I was really crushed for her, which is why I want her to come back and be Amber B's partner on a future rival season. That we have to find. A, I'm going to Google thesaurus uh, for rival. Oh, okay. Because we've already used Vendetta. Um, and they try to make these more and more epic. I always wanted it to be something corny like Frenemies. There's like <laughs> Nemesis. We could get like a Nemesis season. The challenge Nemeses. Mm, mm-hmm. The challenge adversaries. Okay. 
the challenge foes. Mm. Friends and foes. Foes before bros. Do we have a season of people who are friends who are partners and who are foes who are partners? Oh, we could. <laughs> friends and foes. We have antagonist. This that's is too, what I'm that's getting. Too big of a word from the thesaurus. <laughs> so, if you have any recommendations for uh, for a season name that will give us rivals yeah. without being called rivals or vendettas, yeah, maybe even something in a different language that they can culturally appropriate, that'd be good. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like the <laughs> things they had to build this week. Um, <laughs> yeah. So then we get a Lolo. Classic MTV. Uh, yeah, another Lolo and Nam argument before deliberation. Where Lolo is literally just making up things that Nam said or did not say, unclear, but then also says, you don't ever talk to me. And then lists all the things that Nam has said to her. Yes. <laughs> and it was so confusing. So and then, then she'll we go, be like, no, but you make me feel bad all the time. And Nam's like, well, well that's on you, though. <laughs> I can't make you feel anything. Yeah. <laughs> When did Nam become so emotionally intelligent? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? But they're in deliberation, and basically, Corey has orchestrated this so that Amber M is going to go in. Mm -hmm. Amber M like volunteers as tribute, and then Corey's like, "Cool, we're down." And then Lola's like, "No, I would like to volunteer because our partnership isn't working. It's yeah. terrible." She's like crying and she's of... sobbing, and uh, like Nam gives his heartfelt speech and Corey's like, cool. I hear all that. I feel you. And then Maybe he's you like, should have said that beforehand. <laughs> yeah. And he basically says, Lola, you clearly don't know how to play this game because you should have talked to people before this. Yes. And he's like, well, we're not just going to, and Darrell's just like, Oh, you guys are having problems. Cool. We're going to keep together. you together. <laughs> yeah. Stay together as long as possible. Um, Darrell has been really savage in interviews this season <laughs> and I has. love it. I'm really loving he it. He also mentioned when they were like digging under the torches. He's like, we keep digging and I don't even find anything. So so like either I'm doing this wrong or I'm just really dumb. Yeah. He's like, either they're not there or we're not digging deep enough and we're really stupid. Yeah. Um, so obviously Amber M and um, Corey get voted in and they decide, they being Gabby and Devin, decide to throw Amber B and Darrell in, which doesn't really make any well, sense. Well, they said... If we think it's a guy's elimination, we're putting in Josh and Nani because I want mm -hmm. Corey to knock out Josh. Yeah. If we think it's a girl's, he was like, Gabby, if you want it, you can have it. He did say that. I don't know if he meant it. Yeah. Um, and then otherwise we're putting in, he said either Amber B or Big T. Yeah. Um, which I think Big which T would have been the better sense. play for his alliance. But I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't really make any sense though because that's eliminating her allies and even some of yours in the process. So really none of it made any sense at all. Um, but the most important thing I learned this week was Devin, how Devin gets women. This is the most important thing you learned. Okay. Devin just, it becomes so exhausting that you give in to what he wants. And that's how he got gabby to do what he wanted this week was he just exhausted her you saw in the the chamber when they unveil who's just, going in just listing thousands of options and gabby was just so dizzy and tired by the end of it that she thought it was a good idea and this is how Devin, i would imagine approaches women oof it's uh <laughs> it's not very complimentary no um 
I mean, but it worked. Uh, I suppose. I mean, so this just, is also so coming from me who like, down. I'm like attracted to Devin and I don't know why, but it is. What yes, it is. we know. I just don't talk about it. <laughs> it's, yeah. Okay. So we get Amber. <laughs> I just wanted to throw that out there. Uh -huh. um, we get Amber B versus Amber M. And it just is. So usually Scott and I, we watch it twice. Uh -huh. And I always kind of notice the timestamps of like the eliminations when they're happening. Usually the eliminations start happening like an hour and 15 minutes into the episode. And then we get like a long elimination sequence and then like the final interviews. This one was so uneven and Amber. It was M like six minutes this. left in the episode. Listen. Yeah. That it was five. It was. 125 we were at 125 oh. and we had five minutes left to like get the entirety of the elimination at one point amber b just or amber m just drops a ball and runs away yeah say so in fairness because i laughed really hard and just skewered josh for being so bad at an elimination amber m this was one of the worst performances i've ever seen yes in like thirty thousand seasons of this show it was so embarrassing yeah, one time she like did an entire lap without a ball uh, she like got kneed in the face somehow in a hall brawl. They uh, like, looked like she'd never like pushed another human in her life. No. And Amber B like wasn't even like she was pretty good, but she wasn't like unbelievably good. But I think she was probably just confused at how easy it was. It was staggering how it terrible she was. Made absolutely no sense. I mean, Gabby should feel insulted that she's a similar level of gnarly. Yeah. To Amber M. The, who we will never see on this show again. No, we will never see her. Here's hoping. So then we get the um, Amber B deciding who she wants to be her partner post elimination. <laughs> And Corey does his like fake out. Do you want to come be my partner? He like thing. put his arms out like a big hug. Like come be with and me. And Amber B is like, I'm not going with you. <laughs> not a chance. And I've never seen like TJ react so hard in a moment outside of trivia. Yeah. Like, TJ does laugh a lot when these people do ridiculous things. But he's like, his mouth was so wide open that his eyes were closed. His he eyes was, were fully closed. He was he laughing was, so hard. It was. It just so caught him hysterical. off guard. I think because Amber B usually doesn't give great sound bites, and it was a good moment for her. It was so it caught him off guard. I loved it. It was my favorite thing. I want a poster of TJ's face in that moment. <laughs> um, just pure joy. Pure when you joy. Think of pure joy on someone's face. That's what it was. So Corey is now the rogue agent again, and he will get a partner next week. Um, but we see in the preview that there's a security breach next week. So Scott, what do you think the security breach next week is? Well, the last security breach was Ashley Mitchell coming back. It's true. And they keep calling millionaire Mitchell and I still haven't approved of this nickname. No, so agreed. she's just Ashley. Um, Hard to agree on that. Yeah. So security breach in the past on this show. Yeah. was, old person coming back or previously eliminated person coming back. And I mean, obviously they could change the rules again, like they do. Um, but it probably means someone goes home early. It looked like Lolo may leave cause she's just too emotionally distraught. Uh, and, or Nam may leave cause he's has a bad back. Maybe both of them leave. Um, but yeah. I guess who would be the guy and girl you think could or would come back? So the last two eliminated people were Toxic T. Toxic T. And before that, who was it? Was it Amber M, Toxic T? Who was prior to that? 
Josh over Michi. So it would be Michi and Teresa could come or back. Or Amber M comes right back Amber, in. No, they won't bring Amber M back. And here's yeah. the thing. I don't think we're ever going to see Amber M again because she had a lot of storylines that were edited out of the show. Oh, jeez. So she ha- was having – there was like a love triangle between her and Michi and someone else. I think it was Liv, but I can't remember. And then she apparently started a ton of drama in the house too. Um, and that was all edited out. So I just – I imagine – that we are not going to get a lot of Amber M ever again. Gotcha. If ever. Okay. Um, so I would imagine Teresa would come back and. That would be funny. I also think the security breach could be. Are there any partnerships where neither person has a skull? Um, Big T has a skull, right? No. So Big, Big T and T CT don't. Oh, what if it's like they bring in uh, like the mercenaries? That I just don't know if they would do that. Like when CT came in for the backpack, mm-hmm. I just think. Or with when Derek COVID, came it makes in to hard. when Derek came in to wrestle Joss in pole wrestling for like seventy-two rounds. I just can't uh, imagine they would be able to do that with. You know what I mean? With yes, COVID. but if they did, who would you want it to be? Oh gosh, um, Jenny. Think- Jenny would be incredible. Um, Rogan or Joss would be my guy. I would love Joss to come back. You Uh know how passionate I am about Joss. I would really love him to to come back for any season, just period. Um, I don't know. I think it might be a double elimination. Uh, It could be. What if they just bring in Mark Long? As well, a mercenary, and it's also part of his publicity tour for for OGs. For OGs, they bring in OGs. That that could be. I think what potentially could happen is Nam leaves due to injury. Then I, I Corey becomes Corey becomes Lolo's partner. Oh wow! Lolo and Corey, neither of them have skulls. CT and Big T, neither of them have skulls, and they go in. Just because. Well, if they win, maybe they win uh, next okay. week's thing or, okay. you know, someone throws it to them. But neither of them have skulls. And so then what do we do? It's a security breach. They get to steal someone's gold skull or something like that. Yeah. Could be. So I think most likely it's going to be Nam goes home with the back injury. I don't think Lola leaves for, like, heartbroken reasons. I, I Maybe she will. But I, I think it's mo- most likely Nam leaves and a guy comes back. That's my prediction. Yeah. Um, I don't think they would like to see the mercenaries, but I don't. Who's the best guy that they could bring back? Wes. That's what I was thinking. That's exactly (laughs) what they won't bring Wes back this far in. He got eliminated way too long ago. Yeah. (laughs) It's just not going to happen. Maybe Jay would come back, but Jay and Lola would be a very uneven pair. Yeah. Um, Uh, I don't know. I'm interested to see, though. I'm glad we're getting something interesting. Yeah, well, it's going to be good. And that challenge, the daily challenge looked good. They were, yeah. like, standing on a speedboat and then hanging from a helicopter on a rope. Yeah, it, it looked, looked like a good time. It looked intense. For um, them, not for me. I, it doesn't look like a good time for me. But yeah. for me to watch them do it looks like a great time. Fair enough. Say so any last thoughts um, before we sign off here? I'm trying to look at my notes. Um no, just that I hope Josh is gone as soon as possible. Fair enough. I mean, oh, you know note, what? Oh, we did ahead. talk about 
this. We're running out of time. But Josh said that he was unfairly edited in his elimination this week on the internet. And I think that is wrong. Yeah. He said they, they unfairly I'll go edited re- I'll go rewatch it. but We'll talk about it next week. Doubt it. All right. Gotta go. Love you guys. TTYL.